Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Uh, LEOs reporting, uh, self-reporting from home when they when they heard about it. Um, IMPD SWAT team members were here uh, just as quick as ours were. Um, it was a very, very fast response. But I'm going to tell you, the real hero of the day is the, the citizen that was lawfully carrying a firearm in that food court and was able to stop this shooter uh, almost as soon as he began. What can you tell us about him? I'm sure if you want to tell us his name, that'd be great. But I can tell you that he's a 22-year-old male from Bartholomew County. And that is all that I, that I can release at this time. We're still waiting on a fair amount of information about this shooting at the Greenwood Park Mall, Greenwood, Indiana, not too far from where I sit right now. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. It's good to be feeling better. 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. We are still waiting for more conversation about motive. We're still trying to understand who this was, the idea of who this Good Samaritan was. Somebody in the mall who had a firearm, who was able to respond to the shooter. Now, this is going to dovetail into a story about Uvalde. I'll get to that story in a little bit. Six total victims, the reporting from WIBC.com. Four people, including the shooter, are dead. Now, while there is a lot to talk about, about guns here and firearms and rules and regulations and some really, as I see it, really bad takes, really bad takes, let's not lose sight of the fact the three people lost their lives in what was, without question, unnecessary and horrific. At any time it comes close to you, it will always be a a conversation of, I can't believe this happened in my backyard. This happened, things like that don't happen here. That's always uh, the response, always the reaction. I'm neither shocked nor surprised by this reaction. I think for many of us, it's it's rational to say, my gosh, that's that's where I go. My gosh, that's where my my kids uh, do hang out to the extent that kids still hang out at a mall. Our first question needs to be, why is this happening? The answer to which many uh, politically uh, opposed to me will give is, it's the gun. And obviously the answer to that is no. The answer to that is no because we do know there was somebody in the mall who had a firearm who was just doing some shopping and was able to stop the person who came to murder people. Therefore, we are only left with, if we were doing the algebraic equation... We could cross out the firearm on each side, and what are we left with? Why did someone come to a mall to enter a food court and start shooting? Why? That's the question. Why did someone feel the need to scout out and then go to a supermarket in Buffalo and start shooting? Why did this murderer go to a school in Uvalde, Texas, and start shooting? 
These are harder questions, tougher questions, but the ones that are required of us. There's, we've got a whole conversation today about what's going on with, with uh, abortion and what states are deciding and this reporting that came from the Indianapolis Star and how people are reacting to a 10-year-old being raped and having an abortion. You want to force a 10-year-old to have uh, uh, to have a child? Can a 10-year-old even have a child? What's wrong with you? The overturning of Roe versus Wade makes people uncomfortable because that's always what had to happen. And people are shocked and stunned and surprised by this because what they really wanted was their democracy to be easy. They wanted the republic to be simple. They didn't want to have to do any work. They didn't want to have to make messy, ugly, tough decisions and engage in messy, ugly, tough conversations. But that ain't the way it works. We're in it. What's the expression? We're in the great game now. We are going to have to discuss what, if any, restrictions we want on abortion. The state of Indiana is going to have to figure this out. Ohio might be rethinking theirs or not. Now, shamefully, New York and California don't rethink theirs when they're cool with partial birth abortion. But it forced the overturning of Roe v. Wade, which was the absolute proper decision based on constitutionality. Roe v. Wade never should have been decided the way it was. There is no uh, privacy protection in the Constitution, and there is no right to an abortion. There is no right to privacy, that's the way I should say it, in the Constitution, which I will agree with you, super freaky. But read it. Read it. There is no privacy protection. There is a protection in your papers which is unauthorized search and seizure. So you can argue that that offers you a privacy. But in terms of a right laid out, spelled out, like for example, the Second Amendment is the right to keep and bear arms, shall not be infringed. It's very clear. I mean, how could you mistake that? You literally have to be the governor of New York in order to mistake that. There doesn't exist for privacy. And I'm with you. Uh, That might be worthy of a conversation. I favor the overturning of Roe v. Wade still to this day. To this day. And some people are like, well, if you're okay with that, well, then then you're saying states' rights for everything, so uh, states uh, should should be allowed to, to do away with interracial marriage. Whoa. Nice stretch. That's not a, a, the conversation at all. However, I believe that we should overturn the Obergefell. What is Obergefell? Same-sex marriage. Am I opposed to same-sex marriage? Of course not. Go live your life. It was winning in the States. That's the way you win. You win by culture. And we've, had, we've been having this conversation for so long, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm a broken record on that one. Just repeating myself. You create the, 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 the law. You don't decide that a law exists because of some Supreme Court decision. That's not what it does. You want to create a law allowing abortion? Go. How can, how can I stop you? I might vote differently than you, but you're more than, allowed, uh, more than welcome to try. Wanting the court to do your dirty work 
is not something that I believe is valuable. And Obergefell was the court doing the dirty work. Go sell it. And I think you were. I don't think there's any question that the time the Obergefell decision came down, same-sex marriage was winning in the states. Maybe not every state. Maybe not as fast as some people would like, but absolutely winning. The culture was clearly moving on that subject. Let two men live their lives. Now, me, I, I will tell you the argument that I made. It was, it was first, uh, I don't believe in tax benefits for some and not all. So don't tell me about uh, tax benefits for married couples when two men can't get the same tax benefit. I think that's messed up. I think it's messed up. If they're going to relate to themselves in a, in a certain way, in a responsible way, and being responsible to each other, uh, tax benefit. I get why we engage tax benefits for married couples, because we want to uh, incentivize marriage. Because the truth is, uh, uh, people who do get married and have families, uh, you, it creates a stability and it creates a thriving environment. I mean, just, I, I think history has shown uh, that, that it does. What I've always said is, um, I could be very okay with the idea that marriage is a man and a woman, and two men and two or two women. It's just something else. It's the same way that Christian kids don't get bar mitzvahed. It was always my mathematics. You call it semantics. I call it words having meaning. Say lovey. But it's never about people wanting to spend their lives together. Spend your life together. Go have fun. Do your thing. You want the Supreme Court to rule that same-sex marriage is a right just out of whole cloth? No, that's ugly stuff. You shouldn't do that. Go pass laws. Go do the dirty work. If you believe it's worth it, then hot damn, it's worth it. You wanted to overturn Roe v. Wade. Did you not understand the dirty work on the other side? Holy crap! No way! No way! No way you didn't understand that. That you would have to do the dirty work on the other side of writing those laws about what it is your state wanted. There's no way you didn't know that. And so what the left believes is that they can uh, say of the right, so you're going to force 10-year-olds to give birth? That's a rough one. We saw this story. I mean, very poorly reported. Poorly reported story at the first. Uh, a questionable reporting at best. And if it wasn't for the furor about the reporting, I'm not so sure how many facts come out. I will never apologize for asking a question about the reporting. Of course, you know what that led to. That led to um, attacking a 10-year-old, and then, of course, uh, the, the, the ever-popular, uh, you're protecting a rapist. Can you imagine being so diseased in the mind that you think asking a question about reporting that clearly was questionable, multiple people, multiple organizations were asking questions about it, that means that you're protecting a rapist? It's, it's too disgusting for words. But what's, it's exactly what happens when people are completely ideological and have no willingness to engage. They don't want to do the work. 
They just want whatever story is out there to help them with their ideological cause, and you don't get to ask anything about it. Just asking the question they consider to be the sin. Yeah, that's them. Uh, I have no interest in listening to that crazy. But you're going to have to answer the question of whether you want a 10-year-old to have to carry a baby to term. And is that the way we even think of the question? It's going to require conversation. Those conversations are going to get ugly and messy and dirty. And the political left does not hold some kind of moral uh, advantage here. A political party in the Democratic Party that favors partial birth abortion, and I have had a lot of people try and tell me that's not what's true. Uh, Democrats want uh, uh, safe, rare, and legal, but it's Republicans who, who have gone the other way. The Democratic Party themselves have changed the terminology of safe, rare, and legal. If it was safe, rare, and legal, we wouldn't be having this conversation, something that we addressed on this very show. If you had kept it at safe, rare, and legal and stopped singing your damn abortion and shoving it down the religious right's throat that you loved your abortion and you wish you could kill more babies, you'd still have Roe, even though Roe was an overreach, according to people like the late uh, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg and others. Of course it was an overreach. It was a wrong decision and rightfully overturned. But if you hadn't shoved it down everybody's throat like a bunch of freaking psychopaths, we wouldn't be here right now. But this is the exact place to be. The exact place to be is the recognition that democracy, our nation, is messy. And you're going to have to answer the questions. Do you think a 10-year-old should ha- who is raped should have to deliver a baby? Do you think a woman should be allowed to abort a baby that's halfway out? Both questions. And people are going to engage religious uh, doctrine, and they're going to engage moral doctrine, and they're going to engage their, their political doctrine. In the end, it's up to us what we want to do. And you're going to have to consider what other people are saying. There are people out there who want you to believe that the answer to these shootings taking place across the country is get rid of all the guns. The people who believe that are childlike because you can't get rid of all the guns. You cannot get rid of all the guns. That's never, ever, 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 ever going to happen. When you put up a sign that says gun-free zone, you're telling the law-abiding citizen to disarm. The person who is not following the law doesn't care about the sign. That's an easier target. The supermarket, the school, the mall. You know where these shootings don't take place? Gun stores. They never take place at a gun store. I don't know why it is. Maybe it's because the gun store doesn't have a gun-free zone sign on it. Maybe the gun store is seen as a little too problematic for the guy who wants to go about committing a crime. Maybe the idea of the gun-free zone is a detriment to a society that knows it needs to protect and defend itself. 
And maybe the gun-free zone proves. And this shooting in, Green, in, 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 in Greenwood, the Greenwood Park Mall, just south of Indianapolis, not too far of where I sit right now, is proof of the fact that we have a problem that needs us to address it, regardless of how messy it is. Why are people engaging in mass shootings? The Second Amendment has existed for 200 years. Why now? Why these years, this decade plus? And since there was a Good Samaritan who saved lives, maybe we could do away with the nonsense and the pablum, the ideology that says the gun is the problem, and get to the messy conversation. Because that's how we're going to make it better. I'm Tony Katz.